Welcome to the sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church in downtown Bentonville. If you have questions related to what you hear today, or just want to find out more about the ministries at First United Methodist Church, please visit us online at fumcbentonville.org, or check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. Good morning. Definitely good morning. (laughs) I am Reverend Sarah Bainbridge, and um, I'm retired, and, well, kind of. And as I say, that it's, it's, it's frightening to give a retired pastor the pulpit. <laughs> However, I've had one service, I did cut it down, and I do have an A, B, and C of my sermon, and so if I go over, Michelle's going to go, and I can cut B, and or C, one of the two. <laughs> But I want to tell you all about a time when I was in Batesville, which is over in the eastern part of the the state. And of course they had their Walmart store and the big parking lot, the big parking lot, and they had what a filling station over here and then a bank over here. And of course the prerequisite four lane highway in front, you know, running back and forth. Well, one morning I had to uh, deposit my check. So I went in, to drove into the bank, uh, bank area, and they pulled the, pushed the uh, basket out. And uh, I put my check on there. Well, it was windy that day. And so my check blows out. Well, no big deal. The woman said, can you please get your check? And I said, well, of course I can. So I step, open the door, step out of the car, lean down, and I pick up my check. Did I mention that this bank, it was flat, of course, right next to the teller, but then it had a slant that went down kind of far. Uh, Did I mention that I had an SUV, which was a very heavy car, Did I mention that when I got out of the car, I forgot to put the car in park? I have my check. There goes the car. At first I think, I can stop this car. I'm super woman, you know? And I found out I am not that super. That the car went on. Well, and I was going, you know, you're kind of stunned when something like this first happens. And so I saw my car go down, and uh, there was a light post right there, and I said, okay, well my car was for, it'll hit the light post. No big deal, I have good insurance. So the car went down there, but it swerved. It did not hit the light post. Then I thought, I gotta run after this car. So here I am running after this car. There's another car that's coming around this way by this time. And he looks over and sees a car that has nobody in it, but with the door open and this crazy woman screaming with a check in her hand, stop, stop. Yes, did I mention that it had rained the night before? Which is good because when my car went and did swerve, it did not hit that car. Thank you, God. When it swerved, it went into, you know, those, those uh, not the bumpers, what are they called? Uh, anyway, what are they called? Curb. 
curve. Thank you, the curve, thank you. I need help, I'm old, I need help. We got to the curve, it jumped the curve, but thank heavens it had rained because it, it kind of didn't get stuck in the mud, but the mud slowed it down. And so this is good because while I'm running back there, holding red, waving my check, I'm going, stop, stop. Well, mud and all, I jump in there and then something says, get in the car, put the brake on. I did. I jumped in the car, put the brake on, one foot from the four-line highway that was going You know, the man whose uh, car that my car did not hit, uh, he came over to me and he said, are you okay? I said, no. <laughs> Now, you might think, what in the world has this story got to do with our scripture today? Well, I learned something about myself in this experience. First of all, I often don't pay any attention to what I'm doing. <laughs> Second of all, God comes in and works even in the midst of catastrophe. And what is there about God that comes in at this time? And this is what our scripture explains today. I want to invite you all to overhear this. This is a time in the last, what we call the Last Supper. It's a very intimate time. When Jesus is talking to the disciples, they're listening, and he's talking about very intimate things. He's talking about the future. He's talking about a future of wonder and of hope. So let's be the ear on the wall as we listen to what Jesus says. And he says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth, and the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him because he abides with you and will be in you. Let me read this again, because he abides with you. In other words, abide, to hold, to embrace, to comfort. And he will be in you. A state of being in which we are a part of God. We're not separate, but we are here. And Jesus says, I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. And on that day, you will know that I am in my Father and you are in me. 
and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those that love me. And those who love me will be loved by my Father. And I will love them and reveal myself to them. And Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will reveal yourself to us and not to the world? And Jesus answered him, those who love me will keep my word and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. We will make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not from me, but is from the Father who sent me. Now I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, and the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. And now comes this verses that I think are the most powerful in Scripture. And he says, peace, peace, I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not let to give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks. Let us pray. Gracious God, open up our hearts this day and our words and our eyes that we may see you being within us, as strange and wonderful as that is. Be with us now in Christ's name. Amen. This morning I would like to share some experiences that I have had with the Holy Spirit. Not that I'm special because I'm not. Really not. But God comes to us when we have the eyes to see. I'm saying these stories this morning because they are experiences that I've had in order that you may relive your experiences with the Holy Spirit. Many years ago, when I was in Fort Smith, I was going to a different church. They, uh, this church was a downtown church, beautiful church, beautiful old church. And there was the Harbor House, which was a place for uh, uh, people that had addictions and alcoholics and things like this, a place where they could go stay. Well, I was there that night at the church, and it was, uh, we had a, a speaker, we were back in the, in the hall talking after it was over. Well, and I mean, I had my Ferragamo suit on, I had my shoes, I just had my hair done that day. Honey, I look good. I really did. I look so good. And I know we were sitting there talking in a, in a cluster in a group of women, and it was such spiritual talk. I think we were talking about what kind of 
of silver polish was the best to use for our flatware sterling. I think that's about how, how much depth it was. But there was a man who came in the back door. Now, I was over here. He came in the back door. And you could tell by looking at him, you know, he was, he was one of the people from Harbor House. But he had had a, had a bath. His hair was still wet. And you could almost smell the creases that he had in his pants. Well, here I am over here. He comes in. And he makes a beeline to me. Well, there were lots of other groups around there. And he could have stopped and talked to any one of them, but I looked and I saw his eyes and he looked right at me and he just came straight over there. And his eyes, his eyes were looking at me and they were saying, won't you at least talk to me? Won't you see me? And of course I did Southern woman that didn't know how to handle the situation and I turned away because I didn't, I was embarrassed. I didn't see him. I didn't want to see him. Well, that night, I couldn't sleep. I would see his eyes, I would wake up, I would turn over, I would wrestle this way and wrestle that, wrestle this way and wrestle that. I keep seeing his eyes, wake up again, turn around, turn around, up and down, all night long. Kind of like Jacob, on the shoreline with the angel. Thank God that God won. That next morning when I got up and I looked at myself in the mirror and I had become the kind of woman I totally dislike. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever looked in the mirror and seen that of yourself? And so it started me on a very long journey of ups and downs and over and arounds of missteps of good steps, but all along those eyes and that connection with God, because I knew it was God. When I went further on, and I decided to go into ministry, this was several years later, with many ups and downs in between. You see, some people struggle, some people it just comes so natural to be with God, and other people struggle with God. I'm the struggler, I'm the doubter. But that I think is where I find God in my doubts. But I was with going into ministry, the candidacy process, as Michelle has already been through, and Ray is going through right now, that, uh, in fact, I was here at the church with Larry Dodgen. And I think many of you all will remember Larry Dodgen. Fine, fine pastor. Well, he was my mentor going through this. And I never will forget, we were sitting in his office, and Sometimes I think I tell God things. Do you do that? I said, God, I think I want to be a pastor. And I think God said, well, better equip her to do it. You know, if she's going to do this. <laughs> so that day, when I was sitting there with, uh, with Larry, I don't really know how to describe it. 
except it was, it was like this bubble descended on us. And we were, we were in the presence. And in that, I was given the ability to see past this outer covering that we have, to see the souls behind all of this that we have in front, past the anger, past the sorrow, past even the frenzied joy that people have, but to see their souls. I can still feel it, feel that presence. Have you ever felt that presence of God? You know, sometimes God th comes through us through a, a coincidence. You know, when I was back in that car, coming down that hill, that morning I just happened to have on tennis shoes. I just happened to have on slacks. I never wore tennis shoes to work. I never wore slacks to work. Coincidence? Albert Einstein said that coincidence is God's way of being invisible. I want you to think back on your lives. Where have you seen that touch of God? Where have you felt that presence, maybe that thought that's come through that you didn't know where it came from? And a lot of times, I ignored much to my chagrin. Sometimes, I follow that. What do you do? Thanks for listening to the Sermon Podcast from First United Methodist Church in downtown Bentonville. If you would like to let us know you were here, follow the link below to connect. To participate in worship through giving, you can give online at fumcbentonville.org or on Venmo at fumcbentonville. FUMC Bentonville welcomes all. Because we believe the communion table is God's table, we invite everyone into our church family. We welcome and celebrate every race, gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, marital status, age, physical and mental ability, national origin, economic station, and political ideology. We come together in action and outreach, aspiring to follow Jesus' example of radical hospitality, love, and grace as a transformative movement in our community. Please join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 9 and 11 a.m., both in person and on Facebook Live. All are welcome, and we'd love to have you with us. Grace and peace. Thank you.